This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right, everybody, it is time for another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shenton. We got Joe Herman with us today. And a little bit later on, we're going to have Chef Pete Ziegler from the new Charleston Denora, part of the Pearl Hotel over in Point Loma. Uh, incredible, incredible little vintage spot that has just uh, got so much character and a unique, incredible dining space. So we're excited to talk to Chef Pete about that. Uh, but like we do every week, we're going to talk to Joe Herman about what what is going on in the farmer's market? Joe, how are you? Great, Nick. How about yourself? Good. How's that fantasy team doing, Joe? Ah, we're getting there. Getting there. We're getting there. All right. Uh, but in the market, you know, we're in another, you know, we started touching on it last week. We're kind of in that season change, right? Starting to see um, lots of fall stuff coming in. Some tree fruit, right? Correct. Pears mm-hmm. for one. So we're seeing Bartlett's, a uh, lot of varieties of the Asian pears. Most of it coming from Penryn Orchard Specialties. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing Kosui's, Hosui's, and the Chojuro. And then we'll slowly start moving into the other European varieties of pears when they're ready. Mm-hmm. And are they going to be doing the Warren pears? I know that those are always super Warren popular. Warren pears are on order. They're coming from Frog Hollow. Frog Hollow Warren yeah, pears. Yeah, so okay. those have started, and we we'll, should receive them this week sometime a little later. Excited about that. Yeah. And just trying to get chefs excited to move into this, this fall season. Change your menus, guys. It's time. It's time. Uh, hard squashes are rolling in. Yeah, I had a couple of people asking about hard squashes this week, specifically red curry. What's up with red curry squash? Because that's one I'm not so familiar with. Looks kind of like a kombucha, but it's different, right? Yeah, it's actually a parent of a sunshine kombucha. That's for one. A red, a red curry squash, uh, a lot of squashes, especially the hard squashes, uh, a lot of them were developed over years in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that through their just their farming practices, and that's how they they kind of got their name. Yeah, and, uh, well, I know it's prevalent in a lot of even sushi. You see squashes and stuff like that. You right. know, uh, especially over there, rather than not your uh, your kind of Americanized versions. Right. They're <laughs> yeah, they're about it, uh, and they're about making them the best, and that's we owe it to them. Uh, Tutti Frutti has uh, a lot of squashes now. They have delicata, kabocha, sunshine kabocha, green kabocha, butternut, wow. spaghetti. Uh, also, like some local farms. We're getting some spaghetti squash in from B-Wise Farms th- this week. What about the honey nut? Did that honey ever nut. happen? That's going to happen. And there's that actually might... newer versions of that that are just supposed to be smaller, sweeter, and just... Yeah, because that's, that's something that's a genetic hybrid, not something... Not a, like... A test tube hybrid, but it's right. from somebody you know that's been breeding this hybrid, uh, and that ju- it was started with what uh, Dan Barber, Dan wrote, Barber, row seven seeds, and you know I was talking with Aaron Choi, he's the farmer of uh, Girl and Duck Farms, and he has been growing those, and he's actually he said that we're on the seventh generation of that honey nut, and now it's just going to have a different name this year. It's going to be something new. So you just mentioned Girl and Doug Farms. That's a new farm for us, isn't it? Yeah, it's someone uh, – they've grown a lot, and it's someone we just recently started doing business with. Now. And they're here in San Diego County? Yes. They're they're up north. They're actually really right next to Fresh Origins. Oh, wow. Yeah. So San Marcos. San kinda. Marcos, yes. Okay. Um, and, you know, a lot of unique little stuff from those. I know uh, I have one of my clients getting the bronze fennel, which is a unique little – it's pretty much exactly what it says. It's 
mm-hmm. like yeah. bronze colored fennel. Right, it's got a little tinge um, to it. But they're doing a couple other unique stuff. What are, what are, what other things are you seeing out of there? What's been selling? Well, first of all, their their quality and like the way they grow it, everything's got flavor. Everything tastes great. It just looks beautiful. But yeah, they uh, they have things that's pretty unique. Uh, ice plant, which is a really unique little plant, and it collects its water on the the outside and little granules of the plant. So when you eat into it, it kind of pops and, and moistens. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like this. Um, what do you, I mean, it's for I'm trying to. I'll come back to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, lots of great things like uh, shizo leaves and sesame leaves. Um, all kinds of unique flowers and buds, stuff that, you know, different ferns, like a, a citrus fern. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a few varieties of that, and they just pop with flavor. Are any chefs specifically, like, really diving into this farm, this new farm? Slow, yeah, slowly it's getting more, um, as we gain more traction with it, they are. And they the more often they see it, but uh, Addison, you know, mm-hmm. in Del Mar, of course, you know, they definitely are into it. Uh, they've been getting a few things. Uh, Mr. A's as well is they're they're about a few things. So super cool and uh, always uh, exciting when we get a new farm into the mix. A couple of new different new right. uh, you know just things that people haven't seen before. It's yeah. so so cool. Uh, I know we wanted to touch on figs again too. We are in our second flush of the fig season, right? Right. And, and this could be it, huh? Yeah, this could be it. I think the weather's uh, it it cooled down a little bit so far. I mean, anyway, it feels like it didn't. This whole week, it's not supposed to really get above 80 till the weekend. But, yeah, as long as the, the weather stays moderate, we should see figs, I think, into maybe the first or second week of October. And the farms down here, uh, specifically like Garcia Organic Farm, uh, Rancho La Paz de Mi Corazon, they're the, they have, the figs are coming out in San Diego now, as before it was more the... Uh, Northern California or uh-huh. Central So the Coast. flush has kind of traveled south, yeah. and now we're hitting our we're local hitting, farms. We're hitting ours, so that's uh, cool. So I know that uh, Rancho de la Paz de Corazon does the black um, beauty, black beauties, right? Yeah. Uh, are you seeing any variegated or yes. variegated figs too? Yeah, they have variegated uh, coming out. Awesome. And yeah, it's all good stuff. It looks good, tastes good. Yeah, figs are one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, and the next thing on the board is I just. Got off the phone with Jeff Rieger from Pendant Orchards and Persimmons will Pers- start. Yeah. yeah. Probably second week in October. So we're excited about that. The Suranocos will be the first. Those are the chocolate persimmon. And, and so, okay. Chocolate persimmon. To me, that sounds kind of weird. But I know that, like, when you slice it open, it's just kind of got this dark color on the inside. What is that? That is, uh, the, the color comes from the seeds, actually. Uh-huh. And they they kind of ferment in there. And that's what changes the the color of the flesh, which makes it look like it's got these warm spices in it, uh, reminiscent, you know, reminiscence of the, the chocolate flavor. Well, I think chocolate in itself it almost could be kind of interpreted as a fermented kind of flavor. It's just kind of like that got that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I'm struggling for the words <laughs> to, to describe it, but I mean, I c- I can kind of see where the interpretation of a chocolate flavor could come from. A fermentation process. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. It, is it? I mean, I feel like it is fermented. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, but again, I just feel like it's you know, the, like you, if you think about that kind of mouth flavor right. and that you kind of get in your nasal area when you eat like a super bitter dark chocolate. Right. Uh, to me, it almost kind of hits the same notes as something fermented does. Like that kind of. I don't know. Again, maybe I'm just way off in left field, just kind of talking here. But um, it is fermented. 
So cacao <laughs> se- to make chocolate, you actually ferment the cacao seeds. Look at that. Huh. Thank Thanks uh, to our producer, Vegan Danielle, who just quickly Googled a definition of chocolate. Uh, that helps us out. Thanks. Uh, so, wow. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, chocolate persimmons, and then the rest of them, the hosu is... Those are the pears. Pears, yeah. Um, what, <laughs> we'll start seeing um, you know, some haichias. We get them with the stem on. We've already had some, uh, a couple of requests for restaurants. They want to make their own hoshugaki. That's the word I was looking yeah. for, hoshigaki. And so, and we're going to do our own little display here at Specialty again and uh, put up the signs and explain to everyone what is going on. Cool. So let's definitely talk about persimmons again next week, and we can kind of get into that whole hoshigaki process, and we'll right. also talk about that. So, But uh, tree fruit's coming. Super cool. Um, the fall tree fruit. Thanks again, Joe, for coming in today and letting us know what's happening on that farmer's market. Uh, in just a second, we got Chef Pete coming in here uh, from Charleston, Denora. Stay tuned. It's time for the main ingredient here on the Dine Local San Diego podcast, which is our chef interview. Today, we are so lucky to have Chef Pete Ziegler from Charleston, Denora, inside the Pearl Hotel. Uh, Pearl Hotel, let's start with the property because this thing is just like a little gem over in Point Loma. It's kind of like this mid-century modern hotel like little hotel moat with like a uh that you guys just took over and then like so unique in in its own way retrofitted yes. made cool yes. and but still kept a lot of the classic architecture Definitely. a lot of the classic lines in there just a really cool place to sing at just hang out at right definitely yeah uh we encourage people to come i mean especially during summertime it's always popping a lot of people are coming in uh we got our salt saltwater pool right there mm-hmm. we have it's uh, a saltwater pool. yeah it's a little saltwater pool yeah. oh that's super cool people love that yeah um yeah, huge projector screen over. We're always playing old movies. Um, and you do a th- like a movie night, right? Yeah, so every Wednesday uh, at 8 o'clock, they, they essentially have a list of a bunch of different movies that they're going to play for for the month, for the next upcoming months. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, people come in. All the seats are around the pool. Obviously, like in our dining area, we have some TVs that are up on the wall. And it's just a cool little... Uh, it's like a date night vibe, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You go in there and uh, enjoy your movie, enjoy a nice cocktail and some good food and, and call it a day. Yeah. So you guys are open for brunch on the weekends and dinner service seven nights a week? Uh, except for Sundays. Sundays so we six don't have nights a week. Six so nights just a week. brunch on Sundays. That's correct. On Saturdays and Sundays. Saturdays too. and Sundays. We're just wrapping it up too. We're finally going to be done with that. We've been doing it for a couple months now. But okay. coming to the end of the brunch season, mm-hmm. we're going to just focus on the dinner service. Fall. Follow a menu and, and, and dinner service, and you know, just the vibe in there, man. It's it's like something out of Mad Men almost. Right, you know? exactly. It's like you get to travel back in time, yep. kind of sit down and have this kind of classic experience. Now, what have you been doing with the food? Uh, I know you just recently took over yes. for Chef Santana, who's back up to campfire. That's great. Uh, and I, I, you know, I've had the pleasure of knowing you now for a couple of years, and I know you're super talented and really excited to see what you're going to be doing. Definitely. In I, there. I think that um, one of the biggest things that I'm super passionate about and that stands out in that restaurant is the fact that we do yakitori. Yakitori. Um, I know there's only a couple other spots in San Diego that are doing it. And um, and yakitori, for those who don't know, that's a traditional Japanese skewered meat over hot coals. That's correct. Yakitori is actually the the term for the, the chicken that is skewered. Okay. Um, so kushiyaki would be more of a, you're going to put whatever you want to on the skewer and it's going to go over the charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that we're 
we're super into there. We take pride in making these delicious tades that that get basted on and just to see the the rendering fat of something yeah. as it just falls onto the onto our thon and which is our charcoal that we get and seeing the smoke that it produces and just the the smell of everything, the visuals of everything is something that is like definitely caught my attention and mm-hmm. well how'd you get into that uh through through chef santana actually yeah um i i was getting into uh just reading about it and mm-hmm. i remember i went to a place called taisho which is uh in like kearney mesa area and it's like a small 15 yeah. person i don't know if you've ever been there before yeah i have super <laughs> super small 15 people it's, sake it's, bar. you shouldn't tell people about this because then you and i are never gonna get, I know, seats. get seated ever it, it is the secret spot it like i tell spot, yeah I, when i tell somebody about it i preference it with you cannot tell anybody yeah don't tell anybody about <laughs> well, that. anyway well enough about that put spot. it on blast right now obviously <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean I, especially after going uh some Somewhere like that, it's it's really eye opening, and it's like wow, there's so much unique things that are going. Up. People are so scared of ferments, and people are so scared of you know chicken hearts, and and rightfully so, just the way that people were raised. And we just want to change that that outlook for everyone, and we yeah. want them to understand that th- this is going to be delicious, flavorful, and uh, don't don't be scared. Don't be scared to get you know get your feet in the water a little bit. Yeah, yeah. To me, yakitori is the the balance of salty and smoky. Definitely. And, you know, just finding that perfect balance is like just a, a unique, unique little art form. In it is cool. And Super cool. Being able to offer that to, to people and people don't even know what it is, you know? So they come in and you're essentially just telling them, you know, Hey, try it out. It's, it's skewered meats over this charcoal. Mm-hmm. And, um, people go crazy, man. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. So we're not, we're definitely not going to stray away from anything like that. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit about the menu composition. Obviously, you got something that's a little bit Japanese influenced right. there. What other kind of influences are you working with? Uh, we do we do like to keep it uh, with Japanese roots in there. Um, even when it comes to like uh, like our cauliflower dish, um, mm-hmm. delicious uh, uppermost cauliflower brought up, and then we serve it with mapo dofu, which is uh, well, I have no idea what mapo dofu is. It's like a it's essentially. Like a vegetarian Chinese uh, tomato based sauce, almost uh-huh. composed of to- like a chutney kind of. Um, not really. I mean, it's it's large diced pieces of tofu, uh, shiitake mushrooms, uh, kombu, which is seaweed. Yeah, yeah. Um, just all oh fermented black beans. Just this real umami flavor yeah. that is. People are like, "What is this?" And it's like. Eat it, man. What is it called? I already can't it's say called, it again. Uh, mapo. Mapo. Dofu. Mapo. Dofu or Ma- tofu? Dofu with a D. Dofu with a D. Right? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good times, man. Super interesting. Well, I mean, again, you know, trying to capture that umami flavor. Is, uh, and, you know, I think that's the whole essence of Japanese, right. you know, food. Yep. And, uh, you know, being able to bring that influence is something super, super it's cool. super cool. Yeah. We want to use a lot of, uh, like I said, our local seafood that we have here, mm-hmm. trying to um make the food the star especially when it comes to getting getting good produce you know and you're going to you're going to build a dish around a a vegetable like you have to have the the best of the best you know so yeah so you have a couple that, you know you just talked about your roasted cauliflower there now is that you, you have a lot of vegetarian dishes on the menu or um we have we probably have 3 or 4 uh we have a grits on right now mm-hmm. which is amazing it's our lote grits so essentially i mean we're we are kind of all over the place when it comes to the culture um that's really what i like about this restaurant too is there there's no eclectic exactly so you're able to go around and put a lote grits on the menu you know with our 
house-made tapatio and, you know, our house ate. You know, just you get, you get to go in there and have fun. Well, you're going to have to describe the grits a little bit to me because I'm, I'm a southern kid at heart. And, uh, you know, grits are something that, you know, to me can be horrible or yes. incredible. Incredible. So talk to me about your grits. I think, uh, I think one of the most essential things is that corn water, baby. Corn water. Yeah. So, so talk to me about that. So you're just you're blanching all your corn mm-hmm. uh, before you're you're throwing it and roasting it. Um, but you take that water and that's what you're gonna bring your your grits up in. Uh-huh. So already you're just compounding Doubling up that flavor, the yeah. sweetness, the and then, roundness, and of then it. you're throwing in you know a ton of of your roasted corn that you just had. So already you're starting off with a base that is so so powerful. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just makes more sense. You got the corn water. You got the corn itself the corn, that yeah. you're adding into it, right. and then plus the grit of the corn. Exactly. So, I mean, really, you know, getting again, you know, it's paying attention to those little things about how to develop full flavor around right. the whole way, not yes. just taking a shortcut. And exactly. Throwing water in there because it, ma- it it makes the world of a difference, man, and people notice that. Yeah, absolutely. You know that full complex, deep, yes. uh, you know, flavor that you know that you get only can get by doing. These like compounding, yeah, yeah that's full it. steps to it. Yep. That's awesome. Man. I think it's really cool. And we fit, we have popcorn on the dish too. We have freeze dried corn on the dish too. So, so like corn seven ways. There's right? corn all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get corny on me, Chef. Like, oh wow. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's awesome. The, well, you know, just talking about those two things, uh, the you know the yakitori and the corn grits. You know, right there, I can. Man, I can taste it, you know? It's right it, there, it, yep. Yeah, and, and just having those, just again, the focus and what you guys are doing over there should be a thing that everybody in San Diego should go check out. I definitely encourage everyone to, to come through. And you, the, most, uh, the most common thing that we hear is, you know, we've, we've eaten here, you know, maybe three or four years ago. And it's like that, that, that place itself has gone through a couple owners, obviously a couple chefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting people to come back for a dining experience that we didn't give them can be a little difficult. You know, people yeah. will, will go in and not have a good time. Well, that's part of a little that, bit of the rebrand, is, right? Yeah, like the Charles and yes. Donora is, hey, this is a fresh take on fresh this Fresh start, yes. And, uh, you know, again, a, a cool, eclectic menu that fits this mid-century modern property. And it's a dining experience. Yeah, we want people to come in and, and, and have a good time. You know, yeah. the, the, food is, the food is delicious. The vibes are great. Um, like I said, the co- I always talk about the cocktails. Our cocktails are on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to come down and see for yourself. Yeah, it's a, it's you know, it's definitely one of those things that's going to be a full experience, you know. And to me, the best dinners are the ones that are memorable. Yeah, that's and it, yeah. when you have this ambiance, when you have this vibe, and you have the great food, to, you know, that's driven by passion. I think that's such a recipe for just again a memory. Exactly. And and taking that, you know, sharing that experience with somebody special. That's you know why you go out to eat and, exactly uh, that's the reason why i go out to eat it's right? and it you know and and having that great service and then like i said having all those things to back it up is just a recipe for uh for the best tap and you know best time best time you could have that sounds awesome chef so that's our recommendation for the week guys go out and check out charles and denora over in point loma in the pearl hotel for an incredible memorable dinner experience That's going to do it for us this week on the Dying Local San Diego podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.